about the goats before right who are the goats Plattsburgh had the goats man what do you mean the goats they had these genetically altered goats it was a whole big project that was done by the military in Plattsburgh where they they fused they I'm not I'm not joking here this is legit okay okay they fused the goats DNA with spider DNA so that when the goats would give out milk it would be silk and they made goat armor out of the silk he is not totally making something up. They did. I don't know. I felt like I heard that. I always wanted a goat armor. I did a biology project on it in tenth grade. I don't know that the Plattsburgh uh, connection is true, but it is there, Plattsburgh. There are there are goats that they spliced with spider DNA so that they could milk silk. I was just no. I was gonna say so. You could argue those people were having a goat time. What? <laughs> Speaking of oh my goat time. <laughs> Welcome Fuck to the Song Topsy Report, everyone. <laughs> Fuck you, Where Nick. we dissect bad music to figure out how it died. Every time we start this podcast, I say to myself, this episode is going to be an episode where I don't use the F word as much, and I don't explicitly and solely make fun of the two co-hosts. And then you go and say shit like that. And I can't stop myself. Steve, it sounds like you are... Well, by the way, that was Steve, uh, and I'm also joined by Mike Russell and myself, Nick Brigadier. Mike Russell! <laughs> but no, guys. I mean, for real. I, I, I will admit to the listeners, I was being a little bit silly when I said goat time, because what I really meant was to tie it together with the title of the song that we're doing today, which is Good Time. And the song was written by Paris Hilton. Now... <laughs> Steve, if I, if I didn't know any better, I would say you're not a fan of her... I was going to say musical output, but just about her output in general. Burn it. Burn it. Burn it till it's gone. The rage is real here, folks. Steve, why don't you like Paris Hilton? No. All right. I'm what do you on- have against strong, independent women? I'm putting on my judgment hat. I'm wearing my judgment hat for the rest of this show. Every time we've had a show like this, by the end of it, I've seen my way into viewing certain folks in a new way. I've brought my thinking around they they transformed into my eyes. Steve's to, grown a lot since this podcast started. To like the the millionaires girls and all that. They, they've taken power and they've become rich, successful business people, and they've oh, they've taken control of their lives and their destinies. And I've seen my way past my original judgments to that. I refuse to do that today. In no argument, no way, shape, or form will I ever stop considering this woman as nothing more than what she is. Steve, put the brakes on that disharmony express you're on right now, because what I have to say is that every time you have experienced emotional and intellectual, I would argue, growth over your opinions on many of these artists, it came while we were dissecting the song. So as we go through discussing Paris Hilton's 2013 hit, because all of you remember, right, you know, when Paris Hilton had that song Good Time come out, right? Right? Regardless, when she <laughs> released that song, God, what, what was my train of thought? The disharmony expressed through me off. Well, you know what it is? What? Steve's a more of a Super 8 kind of guy, you know? W- what do you mean? 
Well, because uh, Hilton is from the hotel standpoint. Right? Oh, so, yes. Oh and you're a La Quinta guy, we've you, established. You are 100% incorrect. I am a Days In man. A Days In man. Well, no. As you, the listener, may remember, uh, because I don't know. I, I feel like she hasn't been relevant for a hot minute. But Paris Hilton uh, is an American businesswoman. I call it the golden age. <laughs> She is an American businesswoman, socialite, television, ah. and media personality, singer, and DJ, and is the great-granddaughter of Conrad Hilton, founder of Hilton Hotels. She is barely three of those things. What are those three? <laughs> granddaughter. She is barely a great-granddaughter. Great-granddaughter. I'll give her great-granddaughter. I'll give her DJ. And oh, you really? Know, you'll give her DJ? I'll give her DJ because she was DJing. We saw that video where she was DJing. I, I don't know if she was a good one or not, but she. I don't want to. I look. Spoiler alert. I, I have a friend. I have a very good friend who is a DJ, so I don't want to malign the great profession of DJ. But if she can do it. I was a DJ, Steve. If Paris Hilton and Mike Russell can do it, I don't know why you thought that was going to change my perception. No, I just, just, I just wanted to get in on the, on the compliments you were giving. But no, it's that one point. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know. I forgot what the third one was, though. Okay, Rick Perry. <laughs> and uh, Department of uh, uh, Stupid Spoiled Heiress. Well, no, Steve, I think perhaps you were referring to singer, because Paris Hilton is also known as a singer. In fact, in 2006, she had... In what circles is she known as a singer? Her, she had her debut album, Paris, released in 2006. The, the lead single of which, Stars Are Blind, actually did very well. People listened to it. It got radio airplay time. It was a big hit. But there had been some silence in terms of her music... Uh, since then, until 2013, when she released a single, kind of out of nowhere, she had been tr the, the these singles had kind of been trickling uh, through again, and uh, she released the song "Good Time." Oh my goodness! Oh my god. You know, it's just yeah, Paris Hilton saying I'm a bit tipsy leads me to believe that she is currently in a motor vehicle. Yes. Think of think of what a Paris Hilton music video is just imagine what you think that looks like. It's that video. You nailed it. Congratulations. Every, every bit of it it's in there. Yes. You got the bikinis. You got the Paris Hilton. You got the uh the dancing. And you got the giant robots shooting steam everywhere. I think it's it's great. We'll get to the robot later. But yeah, so this song is Good Time featuring Lil Wayne, who makes a cameo appearance later on in the song. Now, this song was supposed to be the first single off of her 2014 uh, dance hall album, which never came out. So She's been leaving her throngs of adoring fans waiting for this album that is just not coming out. Why are people fans of her? What does she do? So Paris, what, what, she... Possi what possible good... And or product does she put out in the world that makes things different, that How changes things? dare you, Steve, not appreciate the things that Paris Hilton has brought to this planet? Nice use of your catchphrase. Go on. <laughs> Dude, have you not seen the video she has put out that, that put her on the of map? Of her putting out? <laughs> yes, I have seen that. <laughs> Many Guys, I said it. I said it the last time I was on. We're not going to make stupid sex jokes anymore. Now let's continue on with the Paris Hilton song. 
It's funny. I've only ever known Paris Hilton as someone who is famous for being famous. That seems to be her, her, her claim to fame. Well, that's always step A in the business model, Nick. Yes. Get famous for being famous. Have sex on camera. Try to diversify your career path. That's well, technically, C. I dug, and as far back as I could go in terms of like the first job she had was that of a model. She, you know, she's she's the heiress to a massive business empire. Uh, when she was young, she wanted to go into modeling. And do you know which modeling agency she signed up for? What? She signed up for Trump Model Management. Oh, just a fun, no. just a fun little 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 fun factoid tying her to the current president of the United States. Are you shitting me? No. Who tends to surround himself with women who look exactly like her? She looks like a Snapchat filter. <laughs> she does. Holy oh, shit! If, you, you're if right. you freeze on her face, it looks like someone modified it with a Snapchat filter ten years before that was a thing. Oh, Mike, Mike, I'm Mike, just, come back. Just, Mike, come snap back out of it. Come back to me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just envisioning it, man. I want Paris Hilton eyes filtered now. Like, you know Why would I mean? you want that? Why would you want to look dead and vacant on the inside? <laughs> you already have like your 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 winter sky blue eyes, Mike. You the, don't the snowflakes. See, can you see them? Can you look real close? You can see the snowflakes. Huh? Mike, there's so don't many. Get close to me. Don't Mike. There's so many snowflakes. I feel like I'm in a liberal safe space. <laughs> But anyway, Paris Hilton. So, like I said, she started modeling with a Trump modeling agency. Then she uh, got cast in the reality TV show The Simple Life. I remember that. And that's yes. where she was co-starring along with her little friend there. Yes. Nicole Richie. Nicole Richie. Yeah. I really liked Nicole Richie. I thought she yeah. was great. Yeah. She is the lesser of two evils on that show. But the week before that show premiered, that was when the sex tape was released. Ah, yes. So yes. I so that kind of blew up the show a little bit more. It's genius, man. I mean, it kind of, sadly, big, it is. Before one of my big breaks, I'm just going to release me doing some sort just, of procreation just, act. Nobody just wants masturbating. to see that. It's just Mike Russell masturbating in a corner by himself. He'll become a millionaire. Look, look, I will, look, I will, I, I, I may not find her attractive. Not that that matters in any way. I'm, I personally may not find her attractive. I can see how a certain subset of people do find her attractive. However, I can with 100% clarity say there in her in her case there is a market for it. There I and I mean this as a friend. I don't mean this to make fun of you. There is no market for your sex tape. You don't even know what I can do, Steve. <laughs> this starts a training montage that will not be shown in any theater. But yeah, so after The Simple Life, uh, Paris started branching out into different areas. She started getting some acting things like House of Wax or Repo, the genetic opera. Oh, I, like I like the House of Wax because she gets murdered. She does get murdered in that. Uh, <laughs> See, that's very true, the Steve. The grin on your face when you say that is just too devilish, man. I love that part. But no, in 2006, she got into music. And as I mentioned... And uh, ruined that genre. Yes, well, listen, stars are blind. Look, Enough every, said. Everyone, everyone knows my feelings towards the Littles and the ASAPs. It's not my kind of scene. But when Lil Wayne is the least creatively bankrupt part of your hit single, you are bad at music. 
And luckily, I am on a show where I am free to discuss how bad music is. I, you know, and Steve's not wrong here. And the fact that in the lyrics themselves, she has to ask the listener if they're having a good time. Yes. That is, that the is chorus like, is posing the question. The we haven't, of a bad date. We haven't played any more of the song from the first five seconds of it. And I guarantee nobody listening to this needs to hear the rest of it. They know what they're in store for. Oh, oh! Sorry, sorry, I got. I pre- I prematurely do things when I have see Parasilt videos as well. Don't worry. Like see? what? She had. You're a part of the market. Yes. <laughs> yes, you are a prime demographic. Look, right I, here. I, I, I'm putting this out. Usually we do this in the episode. I'm going to put this out to uh, our listener base. Let us know via email if at some point there existed a Mike Russell sex tape. Would you watch it? Let I, us know. I've only taped it once. Have you ever taped it? <laughs> okay, I guess we're oh, closer like, to this being a reality Mike, than I that, thought. Wait, 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 wait. Taping sexual acts is a beautiful, is a, natural thing. It is. Yeah. Both parties. Yeah, but watch it later. That's know? right. The song tops your report at gmail.com. Just uh, hit us up. Uh, we'll do a good. We'll do a percentage. We'll keep. Leave your name out of it. We don't need your name. We'll leave your name out of the ultimate poll. Can we get a poll going? Nick, can we get a I think poll we going? Can. I think we Let's can get, get a poll, a poll going. going. I want to see this. Let's get a poll going. Put it on the website. Send us your emails. We'll give you a percentage once we get all the once we get all the ballots. <laughs> do you if you were given the opportunity, do you would you want to see the Mike Russell sex tape? Let us well, know. I, yes, I please hit us up. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna respond. Uh, out of sheer embarrassment for wanting to see it, that's you know, and I don't, I don't want to judge, I, I won't judge the fans. No, so Paris Hilton had her album come out in 2006, and after that, she kind of went quiet in terms of the musical output. Um, but with the song "Good Time," she kind of got back into it. Now, "Good Time," I started researching the recording history of this song, and it's fascinating. This song. Turns out was actually written by aliens who observed American EDM music from afar and did their best to replicate it, but didn't quite get it right. And they got a literal Barbie doll who was brought to life by a cursed mind amulet to perform the song, the lyrics to of which were written by a brain-damaged Floridian party promoter. Uh, no, I... Well, I... Out of all that, Nick, I definitely would agree the lyrics were written by a brain damaged Floridian party promoter. Oh, we're we having a good time. Yeah, we're having but, a good but time. But to hear Paris Hilton talk about it herself, she said of this song, quote, My music is great. It's great for the radio. Great to play in the club. It's fun dance music. It's upbeat. The drops are amazing. Afrojack did the first single good time so he has his sound in there which is very unique and a lot of fun it's just a song that gets you in an amazing mood mike that was there was way <laughs> too much emotion come on mike voice. you can be more oh, vacuous than that let me try again, let me try, again. No. let me try again nick you can be more stupid mike, and vacuous than that like the come whole on. point is to say that i don't think any actual living breathing human can sound as just vacuous and empty on the inside as paris hilton can <laughs> Charisma. No, I think the best 
inadvertent summary of Paris Hilton's music comes from the last sentence of this press release where it says, quote, however, it was Hilton's record deal that firmly put her on the map as a music artist this summer. That's literally saying, however, when she got a record deal, it definitely meant she was a recording artist. But it's trying to make that sound like a good thing. It's just an observation that's disguised dumb. as a compliment. That's double speak. They're trying to trick us. Yes, this song is an Orwellian nightmare. Uh, so let's hear a little bit more of it. So Paris Hilton has said, uh, are you having a good time? Because she's having a good time. Which makes me think she doesn't even really care if I'm having a good time. She just wanted it to be known that she was having a she's good like time. She's like answering that. Like, are you having a good time? Because I'm having a good time. Yeah. So, so we're better. not leaving the party, okay? We're staying. And you're staying with me. Yeah, the song is about a designated driver because she says, I may be a bit tipsy, but it's okay because you're with me. You'll drive me home. Because Lord knows Paris Hilton has been in a fair share of DWIs. And it's not like it's not like Billy Joel where you can write it off because he's such a tremendous talent. Wait, are you saying that Paris Hilton is not a tremendous talent? I, I thought I was for like <laughs> an hour and a half going now. I got to step up my game if that hasn't been the case. And the music video exists in this reality that I don't think anyone actually lives in. It is Paris Hilton frolicking at a pool party surrounded by obscenely attractive people who are all like splashing around and are clearly models that were hired for a day shoot. Like, it just seems so devoid from any experience that any real people actually live. I've never been to a pool party like this. I, I wouldn't turn down an invitation necessarily. I'm just saying... What, I, what are you thinking? I, I, what is going on in that I, I, noggin? I, I love dancing to pools, man. You know, like dancing to pools and stuff. Like, you I know just what I do when I when I'm in a swimming pool. I like to enjoy the zero g of it by doing like martial arts moves, sweet martial arts moves that I couldn't do. Oh, like underwater. And yeah, stuff? Like, that's how I. That's what I do in a swimming pool when I'm by myself. I would love if in this music video, there's just one quick random shot to this nerdy guy in the bottom of the pool just doing kung <laughs> yeah. fu moves. I do like flips and shit. Yeah. Just like a second and a half, and then the rest of the song is back to the EDM dance craze. Uh, no, but I mean, I mean, Steve is staring very closely at the screen and grimacing. Nobody's eyelashes are that long. Oh no, that's that's fake. Those are fake. That's a big her, thing, girls. Her, do. I, yeah, but like fake lashes, fake lashes. Yeah, but the proportions are all off. Like it looks like. I mean, I, I told I you she's a lashes. Barbie doll that was brought to life. Her proportions are not going to oh, be perfect. It's just disturbing. It's just ugh. by what kind of crystal? <laughs> by uh, by a cursed Mayan amulet. It's okay. not a crystal. Oh, it's like that nice. episode of the Brady Bunch where they find that cursed tiki statue, and then the whole Hawaiian vacation goes off the rails. Steve, your frames of reference are like 40 years older than the rest of anyone else's. It's like that episode of Howdy Doody. I'm not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. Sorry, has she started singing again at any point recently? Uh, way too late. Yes. Like an hour and a half too late. So she establishes several times right off the bat, her sole purpose is to party. And she doesn't want anyone to hate on her because of it. Uh, first of all, 
I agree with your initial premise, but I deny your follow-up premise. <laughs> you will hate on her? I, uh, she's you, asked, she's saying right in the song not to hate on her. She knows it's possibly a thought in your head, and she's saying, please, she's begging you, Steve. Please don't hate on her, don't Steve! Don't hate on her. Part of, that, is, that is part and parcel of why it enrages me so much. Because nothing I say or do could possibly break through this just wall of shamelessness that she's built up around herself. I we made joke we made barefaced references to it before. I'm just going to come out and say it. First I'm going to smack my mic. Then oh. Yeah. I'm just going to come right out. I'm just going to say it. She comes from money. She is an heir to a fortune, does nothing but build up a brand to herself so that her name is the only part of her that matters. She can't complete a goddamn sentence. She's vacuous, has a bunch of like crazy go nowhere ideas, and she worked for the man I'm comparing her to. <laughs> so- much and much like him, she has built up this wall around herself that no matter what I say or do, no matter how many how many facts and philosophical arguments I throw at her, just it's going to ricochet off of this wall. She will never learn the value of shame. Steve. And because of that, she... Let me finish this. <laughs> and because of that, she is invincible. And it makes me furious that I can't do anything about it. She will stand there and smile that stupid, vacuous half-smile that I'm looking at right now, waving her hand in the air... Uh, and and just completely throw off any argument a sane person could throw at her as to why her life is a horror. It's a horror of a life. It's a travesty of a life. Nothing will ever get through to her. Just like the president. Nothing Steve, will ever get through Steve, to her. Steve, listen. I, I can't believe it, Nick, but I believe Steve could be the campaign manager for the first female president of the United States of America after what he just announced. I mean, that's what the people want, Steve! They want someone invincible. Someone who doesn't allow others to get in their brains. They Mike, already got that. Mike, that's I, the president. So, Mike, if I understand correctly, what you have just said is that Paris Hilton should run for president and Steve should be her campa- campaign manager. Absolutely, Nick. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I he would... called her invincible! That's the kind of leader this country wants. But I, they already have it. We have a president. He can only that do two can't... terms, though. He can only do two. She's young. We'll, we'll see. For, for now. We'll see. He, 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 he said, likes the idea he of, president, the idea for of president for life. Just, I just, I know I harp, I know I went into a very long-winded speech about that. It just, the very notion that no matter what any of us say, it'll never break through to them. Just why they are, why they are a wrong person. Steve, I would almost argue, though. I almost wonder if Paris Hilton is much more subversive and evil than you're giving her credit for. Because when she, when this video starts and she's lounging around on, like by a pool and she looks directly at the camera and says, are you having a good time? Because I'm having a good time. Whether or not she's just really just saying fuck you to you, you and your life you're living. I am a shameless piece of human garbage and look where I am right look, now. That's fine. You can be totally self-aware and still be all of those things. Does self-awareness make it better? Or is it just a different uh, kind it doesn't, of bad? Yeah, it doesn't add to my rage. You know, I've thought about it. I've it thought about add it. I'm thinking it. it right now. I'm not extra angry. I'm the, the exact same amount of angry I was before. 
the the president of the United States. The only way to make yourself feel better about him, because you'll never be able to like make him reconsider himself and his life choices. The only thing you can really do is punch him in the face. Like that's it. Like the only way to break through his facade of invincibility is to walk right up to him and punch him in the face. And so, nothing by pro- else. And so, by proxy, it. Paris Hilton, you mean Stephen Trollinger advocating punching and beating up women here on the song top? No, Singapore. what I was getting at, what I was getting at, was that she's extra invincible because I can't. You know what? I oh. can punch the president in the face. I now I want Paris Hilton to be president because I just thought about this. The song itself. You said you said this song could be a big middle finger. To whoever's listening to it, yes. Right? So ima- um, imagine this. Right? I feel like I'm being given the middle finger while we're watching it. Imagine we're at war and we're sending over. I don't have to because we still freaking are. Steve, let him talk. We're sending over drones and planes and bombs, and all the while, they're all letting out. They're playing uh, music, right? They're playing music with these giant speakers on the airplanes and the drone planes and all the stuff that's like killing all these people. And it's playing this very song. Are you having a good time? Cause I'm having a good time. I think you can make a very pointed satirical short film, uh, just showing like video examples of American colonialism and imperialism and playing this song in the background. I mean, that is, I think the juxtaposition would be very potent. But she actually, you know, I, I got to give her credit. She has lent us more information. Up until now, it's just been, I like, I'm having a good time. I'm just here to party. Now she's at least added that sexy girls are with her as well. And that they are also partying. Oh, that's great. As the bombs are falling. As the bomb- <laughs> I said it before. I think this- I've heard of blonde bombshells, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> oh! Hey! I'll give him that one. Yeah, I'll that, give him that, that one. That was a good one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wrote this song, definitely the song, the act, because she didn't write it. Whoever the, 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 the brain damaged Floridian yeah. party promoter. He, uh, he or she, I think they just followed her around for a week. They, she, they just did, uh, they just did some sort of research expedition where they just, I'll just follow around for a week, see what she does. Oh my, they just had like a like a blue screen of death moment when they realized, oh my god, party. this is all she does. Party, drink. Oh, Party. God. Why? This is a life? Oh, God. <laughs> writing, just writing it down. Uh, uh, good, good time. Uh, party, tipsy drink. Uh, Jesus, that's a chorus. Um, just throw a bunch of EDM beats through it. We'll, we'll figure this out. We'll, we'll pad it. We'll pad it. Grumpy old man in me is screaming in my head, put on a shirt. Why won't you wear a shirt? All right, Steve, you take that misogyny and you just march it right back out that door. Okay, women, it's the 21st century. They can dress how they want. They can act how they want. They can flaunt their conspicuous wealth how they want. They can be ignorant of the world as much as they want. She is epitomizing that. Just something about her that makes me throw out all of that, all of whatever whatever sense I had of being a feminist gets thrown right out the window. <laughs> Whoa! Ooh, I don't know if you heard that, but she throws some shade to the paparazzi. There go the paparazzi. 
I don't give a fuck. If they, if if they took that, if they took that literally and and just ignored her, she, she would, would disappear. She would be. She would be very. Dis- she like that that whole thing. Like fuck the paparazzi. No, you have what you have. Well, because you were born into it, but you have the rest of what you have based on notoriety. Yes. And a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, you so just how disingenuous that is to say, Papa, I have to go fuck up. Wait, but no, come back because I need you. Wait, you're saying the the song called Good Time by Paris Hilton is disingenuous? <laughs> that is the least of what I'm saying. <laughs> I I am I am almost certain I'm getting hate mail for this episode. <laughs> I'm these are the st- some hate mail. These I don't are the really strongest positions I think I've taken on any song we've done thus far. All right, we are. Well, the DD's got to leave now because he's not partying. We That's are- right. You're right. Uh, Everyone, like even the catering who came to help the party, they have to leave because the they're there working. Audience, we are a minute 50 into this 350, three minute 50 second song. Is th- have we changed topics at any point lyrically? Can you tell me? No, like I Can said. Can you tell me what we've been talking about lyrically up to this point? This is like Andrew WK doesn't talk about partying this much in a single song. He has a song called Party Hard. I want to do a count to see how many times he says the word party in that song and then count the word party in this song. I bet she says party more. Party, 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 party. Let's just say party. This song's about partying. Party, 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 party. Quick, put a beat to it. Give me five million dollars. Yeah, let the record show. Steven does not look like he's having a good time. But something tells me Paris Hilton doesn't really give a fuck. I mean, and to be asked multiple times at the party, it's like, Jesus, all right, I said I was having a good time. Oh, that's a little clingy. <laughs> yeah, oh. It's like that one poor nerdy kid who like, throws everything into throwing a good party and then just goes around, are, are you having a good time? That's who wrote the song. <laughs> I wrote this song, basically. <laughs> Rick Moranis' character from Ghostbusters wrote this song. Okay, is everyone having a good time? Everyone's having a good time here. Hey, nice seeing you here. Hey, we got sodas in the fridge, everyone. Uh, oh God, if he was, if he was Dana, in oh, you're here. But no, things are saved because I never thought Lil Wayne would be like the one injection of like life and substance into a song. But in this one, he is. He, the first verse he sings in the song is one of the best things I've ever heard. I'm fucked up. I can't tell you what's what. It's several parts, but let's start with that first part. He starts by saying, I'm fucked up. I don't know what's what. Which, as far as I know, he might not have even known he was being recorded when he said that line. And they just decided to put that in. They just wrote him a check. He comes to the recording studio. He's like, I don't even know what's what. And then he finds out, oh, I'm recording guest vocals in this Paris Hilton song. So he's already aligned with the audience and that he doesn't know what's what. So he starts with that, uh, and then he goes on. I can't tell you what's what. All she know is suck fuck. I walked up to a big butt and asked her ass, but what? Don't you- that is amazing. 
Oh he my just God. said, <laughs> all she knows is suck. He fuck. said, all she know is suck. Fuck. I walked up to a big butt and asked her ass, but what? Well, obviously they're not talking about Paris Hilton because she does not have a big ass. Don't you body shame Paris Hilton, okay? I mean, at this point, I've got nothing left to lose. <laughs> I, I think I've pretty much thrown in my feminist uh, uh, membership card at the beginning of this episode. I can't believe she had him sing that lyric in her song. Or, or he, All I, she know is suck fuck. <laughs> I don't know if that... I, I'm curious if that's directed at Paris Hilton or a general party goer. I think general party goer, because again, no big butt. <laughs> that's the one thing that puts her out of the running for. Yeah. But who? What is that? I walked up to a big butt and I asked her ass, but what? Can just just try to actually picture what that would look like. Lil Wayne sauntering over to a big butt and asking her ass. Like, a, a, a smaller butt on the butt? Because he walked up to a big butt and then asked her ass, but what? Do butts have butts? Are we in buttception right now? Whoa. You know what's crazy? I just played South Park. Steve, I think, is Googling buttception right now as we speak. I what? just played the fractured butthole yeah. by South Park. Yeah. And there's a thing where butts are on butts, man. Really? This is just, I just played it last night. It's blowing my mind right wow, now. Wow, that man. was your research you did. <laughs> Regardless, Lil Wayne posits this question and then immediately casts it aside. He's not really interested in finding out more about it. And asked her ass, but what? Don't she never slacks without a button up. I rolled the dice and looked up. I'm all in, I'm all in. More money, more problems. More money will solve them. It's YMCMV, bitch. Paris, do you speak French? What? What's it mean to turn over good defense? So that was some clever wordplay right there because girl turn over in the context of having sex with a woman from behind, turning her over, but also it's good defense in football if you do a turnover, you see, when when, when ownership passes over. So, so it, <laughs> let it be known, if you are making love with a woman and you turn her over, say... Good defense, and she will appreciate your wordplay. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna take. That's a great. That's, that's no, no. Don't do that. No, <laughs> listeners, do not do that. Come on, it's kind of funny. She's gonna be a real NFL fan, though. You know. Like, Listen, I wouldn't have even understood that reference. I had to try to go to Genius Lyrics and translate that line. Uh, uh, uh it's not working out. Better call in special teams. <laughs> See, I thought turning over was the worst kind of defense. I love uh, Apple turnovers. I don't think he's referring to that, though. What? YMCMB. What's that mean? I don't know what YMCMB bitch means. You might call my bluff, possibly. Yo, mom can't meet Becky. Young man can mount birds. <laughs> yep, that's got to be it. Yo, me catch many butts. The rest of the episode will be us trying to decipher what this could mean. We turn down for what? Tomorrow is a promise. Tonight is all we got. Okay, now, this irks me so much because oh, oh, I didn't realize oh, he's this. He's steaming! No! <laughs> what Lil Wayne just said was, Tomorrow isn't promised. Tonight is all we got. 
kind of a standard sentiment for like a party like song like okay let's party like till the world's gonna end but i don't know if you recall not two verses back paris hilton literally just said i came to party rock good times are here and you know they're here to stay so Paris Hilton said, the good times are here to say. And then immediately, as soon as Lil Wayne comes in, he says, tomorrow isn't promised, tonight is all we got. Are the good times staying, or are they not? This song is filled with contradictions. It's like the Bible. Listen, so the Bible is filled with contradictions, okay? But in the Bible's defense, the Bible is a thousand-page book that was written by many desert nomads over the course of centuries. There's going to be contradictions. This song is only three minutes long and only had two people performing on it, and they... Talk about nothing, and yet they somehow manage to contradict themselves in this one goddamn song, not a minute apart from each other. We are really hitting all the red state buttons on this one, are we? <laughs> hey, let me talk shit about the president. All right, now we'll talk shit about the Bible. <laughs> I'm not talking shit about the Bible. What we do you think? Got, we've almost got red okay, state Steve, bingo. Steve, you tell, <laughs> you tell me, Steve, who's the one person who red wrote the Bible? Red state bingo. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying. Well, I, I'm sure... Well, my parents... I'm I, complimenting the Bible. I'm saying the Bible is better than Good Time by Paris Hilton. That's uh, all I'm also, saying. Also, Nick, maybe this is like... Maybe this is... Uh, what do they call... What do the Greek philosophers call that? Where they had dialogue... A dialogue, maybe. Maybe yes. it's a philosophical dialogue. Like, yes. the one philosopher has an imaginary dialogue with someone who has an opposite. Do you think Lil Wayne viewpoint? is the other philosopher? Paris Hilton is of the opinion the good times are staying, whereas Lil Wayne is uh, taking a more grounded approach, saying... Today is all that is promised. He's technically right. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Oh, it's Socrates and Plato alive again for us to for us to worship and learn from. Tonight is all we got. In times like this are timeless. She fucked me like she loved me. Love is such a science. Do you think it's love? Thanks for not replying. It's Paris Hilton, bitch. It's Paris Hilton, bitch. <laughs> Just in case she forgot. Yeah, how? Yeah, the grammar in that line is very important. Oh, it's Paris Hilton, bitch. And there's no colon there. Paris, it's not on her business card. Paris Hilton, bitch. And she did it. Look, she did it again. She says, uh. It's the last day to party. So she's denying herself as well. She's, she's been swayed, I think, in this Greek philosophical uh, dialogue that you have posited. Uh, she has been swayed by Lil Wayne's uh, rationale and reasoning. He has convinced her that technically tonight is the only thing that is promised. So the good times are not necessarily here to stay. So everyone at the party now, uh, now that the catering is left and everyone who is not designated drivers catering, everyone who is not specifically partying, now that they're left, now that they're gone and it's only partiers left, everyone there now must party like it's their last night. It's going to become like a hedonistic orgy. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> as, How does as your does brain everyone? work? I'm fascinated <laughs> by how you... I completely lost track of everything you were saying within a couple of minutes of that. I don't know, Steve. Maybe if you listened better. Just, I don't know. You were... You just... I was just impressed by the by the unbroken chain of thought that that, that was. Thank you. Me, I'm just tired. You know, if, 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 we, if we were to assume that the lyrics were going with the progression of the party, right? Yeah. From, from beginning 
to where it's all starting out. Hey, we're having a good time. Hey, good times are here to stay. Let's love. But then, as the night goes on, Nick, some people, some people are addicted to parties, right? So the stakes go up as every hour passes, Nick, because nobody wants the party to end. Or at least Paris and Lil Wayne don't, right? Her career depends on it. So all of a sudden, they're like, they got to get people to stay at this party. So now they got to start switching it up. So then they start barricading all the doors. (laughs) Tomorrow's not promised, folks. Tomorrow's not promised. This sounds like a doomsday cult now. Paris Hilton is leading a doomsday cult, a hedonistic doomsday cult. Isn't That's what happens when the cocaine comes out every time. Isn't it funny how quickly one turns into the other? <laughs> also, I like how it took Lil Wayne 10 to 15 seconds of the song to completely convince her, despite the fact that she spent the other three minutes and 25 seconds of the song espousing her opinions. That's how easy she is to convince. And potentially seven years prior to write the song. It wasn't until uh, Lil Wayne showed up the day they were recording and had his verse that she's like, you know what? I think, sorry, m- m- more vacuous. I think I'm going to change my last verse and make it so that we have to party like we don't have another night. Or as Lil Wayne says, tomorrow is and promise. Tonight is all we got. It's Paris Hilton, bitch. I wonder what his paycheck was for that contribution. He didn't get paid enough, in my estimation. Oh, she finally put on a shirt. Uh, but I don't know if you know the, 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 the shirt. <laughs> she finally put on a shirt. It's a tank top, and it says rich girl on it. Yes. And it is already soaking wet. It's Ooh. pre-wet. It's a pre-wet soaking shirt. You buy them pre-wet. It's part of her brand. They come in a little Ziploc bag that just saturated. <laughs> Now she's fucking with me on purpose. Okay, you want me to put a shirt on? Okay, I'll put a shirt on. Partially, I keep thinking she's saying, and I might be in Poughkeepsie. (laughs) But that's okay. Nobody's having a good time in Poughkeepsie. Nobody. Yes. If you're listening in Poughkeepsie, you are having a terrible time right now, and we're very sorry. Yeah, you know why? You're in Poughkeepsie. Get out of there. So I thought that song had a beautiful arc. And once again, oh, thank Christ, is it over? <laughs> it's over. Oh, good God, thank you. It's over. It's yeah. It's like it's like a, it's like an avant. It's, oh, it's like a Darren Aronofsky film. Like I feel like you could rearrange the clips and it would still be the same thing. But it's. I would argue though. You said that you didn't think that this song would would uh, that your opinion would stay the same on the song throughout. Yeah, it still is the same. But I think it's pretty it's pretty big of Paris Hilton to have had this emotional arc where she comes around to having a different attitude on partying. Okay, good. That's your arc for the episode. It's, no, it's Paris's arc. I still I still I'm super angry that that she uh, she is a thing. I'm gonna try I've, to I'm, I'm gonna try to find whatever way I can to legally download the song to make sure she gets all the money she deserves for the effort she put into the song. Oh, good on you, I Nick, know. supporting those starving artists out there that need as much help as they can get. Yeah, give her more money. I don't yeah. fucking care. But guys, I'm very sorry to say that is in fact the end of the song. Though. Oh no, I was having such a good time. I know. Maybe just because you were a bit tipsy. If only. Yes, it actually may have helped helped with the song. Unfortunately, this was supposed to be one of the singles off her upcoming album, but as we stated, she hasn't come out with that album yet. Come on, Paris, the people are waiting! But she did just have a new single come out pretty recently. This past 
Valentine's Day. She had a new single what? come out. Yeah. So music is still on her horizon, so don't you fret. Yes, I was very worried about the financial security of Paris Hilton. Thank because you for you calming care. my fears. Because you care, Steve. That's very big of you. Uh, so please legally download all of Paris Hilton's music so that she can get all of the money she deserves from it. And listen to our free podcast as well. And if you uh, want to find more episodes of it, we are available on uh, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on Google Play. Pretty much any platform, really, that you want to listen to podcasts now, we're pretty much on. Uh, and also our website, thesongtopsyreport.com. And if you want to uh, suggest a song to us, you can email us at thesongtopsyreport at gmail.com. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We've been getting... Once again, like I, I love that this is a common refrain at the end of these oh, shows. Oh, the now. smile! There it is. But we're getting a lot of uh, great messages from listeners. We had um, uh, Morton, I believe, from Denmark, reach out to us recently. Stefan has messaged us back, and I gotta say, like everyone emailing us and like uh, messaging us, like on whatever platform, they all just seem like really cool people. Mm. Like our listeners Matt just chill. seem like really cool people. Uh, and we love hearing from you guys. So please, if you have any suggestions of a bad song or if you just want to say hey or critique us, uh, please reach out to us and we would love to hear from you. Uh, and you can reach me personally uh, on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Brigadier and Mr. Mike Russell. Yes, you can find me at MrMikeRussell.com or on Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's Mr. M-R and dot D-O-T. And yeah, like Nick said, please send us your suggestions, your feedback, your hellos. Or uh, actually, this is just thinking about this. Paris Hilton, named after a city. Made me think, maybe I'll name a child after Plattsburgh, Plattsburgh Russell. Uh, I think they'll be a hit star one day. Uh, so what what city would you name your children after? Deranged vagrant Plattsburgh Russell has finally been captured. <laughs> the hobo murder spree that has gripped our fair county has been brought to a chilling and bloody close today. As Plattsburgh Russell was mowed down in a hail of police bullets. Why? Why is my child... A deranged vagrant. I mean... I don't know. Give me a reason. <laughs> yes, we interviewed father, Mike Russell, to figure out what went wrong. Mike, how did your child become a deranged hobo murderer vagrant? All right. Well, you, you see, sometimes you, you give your children a little bit too much of high expectations of themselves, and perhaps I shared a little too many of my own personal stories with Plattsburgh. And while Plattsburgh decided they were going to rise up and be remembered for something... <laughs> This is all chillingly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Steve, where may we find you? You may find me on Twitter, the service whereupon people uh, say things randomly and hope the internet listens. At uh, your man, Trollo. Uh, you may find me on Instagram, the service wherein people post random pictures and hope strangers on the internet will like them. Uh, also at your man, Trollo. And uh, eventually my website, stephentrollinger.com. And uh, yes, those three places. And ignore all of the requests that Mike made. And don't forget to send us those emails about whether or not you want to watch his sex tape. <laughs> we need those numbers for our own personal edification. And if they're impressive enough, we will give the final results on an episode in the future. I will not force any of our listeners to write that email. But if you do, just, just a yes or no want to contact us if we get enough responses i will compile a pie chart and we will see what the results are and again we will not actually make you watch it do not worry this does not equal consent 
It's just whether or not you'd consider it, right? I'll just put yes. <laughs> In either way, Mike is going to feel bad. If there's not enough or if there's way too many. And those are the places you can find me. Very nice. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm Paris Hilton, bitch. And we'll see you next week. Take care. <laughs>